Welcome back to another edition of Health Hack. I am Melissa Dealey, and this week I'm talking about your unconscious mind and introducing you to all that it can do for you, which isn't taught in school. And so this may be new to you. Your conscious mind makes up 10% of your mind, and it is responsible for being your goal setter, your thinking, logical, problem-solving mind. Your unconscious mind, on the other hand, makes up 90% of all that you have access to in your mind. And it is your goal getter. So once you set the goal in your conscious mind, your unconscious mind then sets about helping you to achieve this goal and pulling together the resources for you to be able to do so. It's also responsible for all of your autonomic health programs. It keeps you breathing every second of every day. It keeps your heart pumping every second of every day. It keeps your digestive system breaking down your food and getting the nutrients to the cells so that you have energy to move and function and thrive. All of that is without you even giving it a moment's thought because, of course, it's unconscious. So I truly believe that our unconscious mind should have a little bit more respect than what we give it. It's also responsible for the storage of your memories. Every single experience you've ever had in your life gets stored in your unconscious mind for later access by the conscious mind. And it's stored without judgment. Just think of it as a filing cabinet and every single experience gets stored. And it goes one step further. If it's a traumatic experience, it will actually bury that memory until such time that it deems that it is safe for you to be able to process it, which is why military folk in war zones don't suffer PTSD in the war zone. They suffer it when they come home because now they are safe. Our unconscious mind is responsible for keeping us safe, for keeping us alive. So it is a very important aspect of our ability to thrive, and yet we're not taught the tools to access it. There's also another piece to our mind between the conscious mind, the 10%, and then that bigger 90% of the unconscious mind is something called the critical faculty. And it's like a fence. And it develops around the age of six or seven to nine years old. That's when kids start to learn the ability of logical thinking. And prior to that, children are spending almost all of their time in their unconscious mind, which is all about imagination. So when they are playing dress up and they're a unicorn or they're a princess or they're Batman, they are 100% in that role. And their mind doesn't know the difference between make-believe and reality. And even as adults, our mind doesn't know that difference. And so when we envision something very powerfully and attach emotion to it, etc., our brain doesn't know the difference between it really happening or us envisioning it. And that's how we can bring our visions into reality and manifest things into being as we learn to work with the tools of the unconscious mind. Now, that critical faculty should be like a lace barrier. So with you know, room for information flow between the conscious and the unconscious mind. However, if we're not working with our unconscious mind and we're spending a lot of our time in the conscious mind, it can tend to be more like a brick wall. And that's where many of us spend a lot of time because that's what we're taught in the school system is be in your conscious mind. And I'll tell you why next time that is not actually what we want. And what I do want you to know that is even if you have a brick wall, we can start to tear that down and create lace and create more flow between the conscious and the unconscious mind so that you can have access to all of the resources and not just be working in the 10% of your conscious mind. That's where willpower sits. 
And we know that trying to change habits with willpower doesn't happen. If we fall off, 85% of New Year's resolutions are done before the end of January. But when we can instead tap into the imagination of the unconscious mind, we can rewire pathways and have habit change happen really, really quickly. And there's powerful tools that we can use to do this from NLP tools, timeline therapy, hypnotherapy tools, all of which I use when working with clients. I teach hypnotherapy. And if this is something you'd like to know more about so that you can access all that you have available to you, reach out. Email me at melissa at yourguidedhealthjourney.com or check out my website. Start with my Learn Self-Hypnosis class under the training uh, button on my website, yourguidedhealthjourney.com.